Hey, we you back. You're gonna the podcast. I'm your host now. We got President B over there. Mm. And we got my man in here, my partner. One of the night walk finest. Introduce yourself, sir. Uh, the one and only, the honorable mayor of the night walk, Mr. Darren Purnell. I'm in the house with my boy B. We're gonna talk about some things that's going on in the city. I'm gonna talk about some business. That's what I'm talking about. Honorable mayor. I wish you was the real mayor. Because me and her don't get along. She don't even know. Oh man, why, you, why you don't like the mayor? <laughs> Look at the east. The people in the lower nine complaining more than that. I don't like when the mayor. When the last mayor? time you been down there? Shit. In the lower nine. Across the canal? Yeah. Across the canal. I want to say Monday. Like, Did you drive through it or you just... No, I was over there, but I was on the, on the Florida side. Yeah. Like between Florida and um, Cleveland. And it looked like hurricane still here. She, they got what the little street is. I'm on Andrew. I'm going all the way back. Get the lawless at the cutoff street. It's like the trees. Is in the street. In the street. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man, this this us. That would make me mad with it. It's like that whole community in New Orleans East and Lower Nine, fuck up a nine. Lower Nine across the canal, New Orleans East. That's where the majority of your property tax money came from. And you just basically say, hey, we appreciate it. Fuck y'all. And it's still not up. That's the thing about it. And when you see it, um, Hurricane Katrina happened during George Bush. So it was George Bush, um, the Kathleen Blanco, Ray Nick. And then it went from that to Mitch Landrew, President Obama, and who was the, um, I forgot the gender. Gender. Now, <laughs> it's, it's almost like it's going into, it fell into her hands. So, it's been so long. I think they should have been got on it, cause the and them people's homeowners. That's the thing about it. The majority of the Lord Nine was homeowners, so to see. And the majority, it was, yeah, majority. About majority to say, was Eighty-five percent. Eighty-five percent. So you want to get a high rank of that? Then New Orleans, the dish district, is the largest district in the city of New Orleans, district and you eight. you won't be able to tell the way the funding come down. It don't trickle down. It never get here. So. um they still debating over Six Flags. I don't know why they didn't do something with that yet. I'm tired of hearing that complaint. They're doing something with it. They don't want you to know. They should have moved in Six Flags every week. Yeah. Like, well, it. before COVID, every week. Fuck Six Flags. Tell me how you're going to stop these little children from going to these people's cars. Tell me if I could go get something to eat out here, you're going to get me a restaurant because I'm tired of eating Brothers, McDonald's, Burger King, Wi-Fi Taco House. Bell. And it's like Family Dollar and Dollar General got a contract with the city of New Orleans. Mm. We never well, had the, this many. With the city of New Orleans for the East. Yeah, we never had this many. And City Trends. I remember before <laughs> Katrina, they had one City Trends, and it actually was a good store on Carrollton. Now yeah. it, it's a pool store, and Family yeah. Dollar Dollar General is everywhere. Right. Man. I, I get so mad because, like, okay, I was across the canal. I started off on Andrew side, like I said, off of Florida. So, like, my next job, was on the Bywater side. Like, God damn, it's just like culture shop. Like, it's seven in the morning. People walking their dogs. I seen a coffee house over there. Yeah, gentrification is real. And I'm like, why didn't trickle to the other side? But I hate gentrification, but I like gentrification because it seemed like Darren could buy a house on Tree Cool. Darren could have been living on Treacle for 10 years. 
I could come and move two houses down from Darren. Been living there five years. Your boy could come move next door between us. He gonna do everything. Gonna sell his cracks, sell his rocks, fix cars and everything. But if Billy come and move, he clean up his act. Right. Like, you know. Right. Oh, man, you know, can't do that in front. That man. But here we homeowners. We care about our community, but you could do it in front of us? It, it's a, a disrespect that's continued with, with ourselves and respecting ourselves and having something to live for. I think a lot of times, bro, what you, you was talking about with the cars being broken in, is as us as men setting the table and setting the ball for our own kids, it, it's really nothing to do in the city of New Orleans. It's not. It, 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 it's like the movie theater going, the skating ring going. We got to go to other places to re-sneeze things. If we started on dance party, remember that? It was, was something to, for kids to do and look forward to. Schools used to have dances on the regular. Man. So but, it was a thing you, that... But you know someone that was dangerous, too. What? <laughs> someone that was dangerous. Well, but they had something to do. But it's like now when you look at it, if, if I was a kid right now, I'm 15 years old. If I'm not playing sports in New Orleans... What am I doing? What am I doing? Looking for something to do. Looking for something to do. And I can't say what the, what the kids did. I knew it's wrong. But when you take... Wrong, even when in myself, I grew up in a desire. When I have nothing to do, you're gonna find something. We used to actually roll baskets out in the middle of Elva in front of 18 wheelers just to see an 18 wheeler roll it over. That is wrong as two left shoes. I'd have whooped y'all ass. <laughs> we didn't have anything to do. So, I mean, it was a thrill. Yeah, it was a thrill just to find something to do. But D, honestly, I was talking to my Lapani press Pop the other day, and what he told me kind of blew my mind. But it makes sense. He like he in um he in Dallas, aka Los Colinas and Urban. He was like, B. Like I look at Noel every day and see the alerts. But dog, it's happening out here too. I'm like, what you mean? He like, man, don't let them people fool you. He like it's happening here because you got your you got the small cities in Texas, then you got your Dallas, your Houston, your San Antonio, right. your Austin's, all of them, they different. Right. So he was like, prime example, something happened in Shreveport. And we got a partner from Shreveport. It's like the dudes in Shreveport looking like, well, why New Orleans getting all this right. recognition? And I'm like, it ain't recognition. But like, we don't want it. We don't, <laughs> I know I don't want it, but they like, they ain't the only ones who putting in work. They call it putting in work. And I'm like, it kind of made sense to me. It made me mad. Because I'm like, how we raising our kids? And that's the same thing with Jefferson Parish over all in. When I'm just trash talking to dudes in Jefferson Parish, I'll be like, man, you know Harry Lee ain't have y'all living like that. And they'll get for real and be like, shoot, we get it in. It just don't make the news. And I'm like, dude, dudes in the hood don't want to stay in the hood. That's why every time somebody get any type of check, they move out of the hood. Yep. So and it, and it's that I don't know, know why people want to get attention and glorify n negative, negative news. It's just like they want their hood to be popping, known for killing. And, it, it, and, it, and it's sad that we can live in a city where it's glorified. You get more respect in that particular co community for doing wrong, which in a good community, if you do something wrong, the whole community will come out and be willing to testify against you, hold you down till the police come. And that's just like normal activity. He was but walking up the street every day and it was after 11 o'clock and I just knew something wasn't right, but I called the cops and, you know, we're going to court. And, and that's the same thing. So we and, and you know what? The sad part about it is we know who's selling the drugs. We know who's killing people. We know who the same thing. There's people that behind their back, we might say, man, he messing up the neighborhood. He's doing something. 
But every time the police come, then drugs strung out and nobody says anything. So it's a continual cycle of us keeping it real and call ourselves keeping it 100. And we dumb it down our community. We let anything goes. But yeah. but man, you talked about this long time ago. I'm talking about, I remember this conversation. It was at Liberty. It was like three in the morning. You came in at three. I came in at three. We've been messed up. I'm talking about before slavery. If you go back and look at it, we've been messed up. I, but I'm going to ask you a question. You, you're right about that. Let's just small rundown what we had a conversation. You know, and I, black people, if you were not alert on this, and we let learn you. Black people sold black people. Exactly. It was, a, it was <laughs> I'm so powerful, I'm going to get rid of this him. And, and this I, it was showing off in front of the white man, grandstanding. And that happened. Then we got the United States. And then Uncle Tom, Tom Yale, which is the, the black woman, selling each other out for pieces of crumbs. So we are here now. We've been throwing each other under the bus, throwing each other down the drain. How do we go? And y'all can ask some questions. I'll answer some. How do we go about fixing some of these problems, B? Man, we got to start looking at ourselves. Like, I, a lot of the problems now that I see, I feel like we failed. We failed these children. And I'm going to tell you why. Your mama, your grandmother. Around that time, it was babies having babies then. Right. But the grandmother, you know, your mama, grandmother, uh, mother may have raised the kids. And she kind of like taught them, you know, values. Now it's like, it made me so mad. I'm 40 years old. I graduated in 1999. I ain't had my fucking kid until 2008. Right. I be feeling like I'm late. Right. Because I, I graduated with like, yeah, my, my kid gone, graduated high school, my kid having a baby. Like, we glorify the wrong shit. There's no way in hell you pulled to have an 18-year-old, and shit happens. Don't get me wrong, shit happens. But you shouldn't be telling me, yeah, man, my daughter pregnant, and I'm happy. I mean, you're going to be happy right. when a baby comes, but you're really not, not happy. happy. Right. I mean, it's like, I just feel like we failed them. Like I think we did it economically. I think our grandmother and grandfather, they did the best they could with the knowledge. You know, education was that was not that important. Back then, they used to say old people used to hide their money in books. And it's like, now, nah, it's free to read. And you can you got people walking around with small phones, and they want to use the small phone they got in their hand to get a, a definition of a word and see the proper way to use it. So I think uh, the businesses I started... It, it enables my son and my daughter to work with me every single day. And I could teach them about the value of a dollar. That's for how to go about putting the whole work in and, and the difference between the asset and the liability. So I think our kids, this generation, glorify liabilities instead of assets. You get real from having, I'm in my work call right now. When you, you get real for being in a call like that, you get real for being responsible and buying them. Um, Shaquille O'Neal shoes instead of them Jordans and put saving that money and put down a mortgage on there. He rocking them. You want to rock Alexander McQueen's, but you on Section Eight. I just found out what them was. I, thought, I just found out what they was. I thought too. that was the little dude off cars or something. I, yeah, but I'm and, confused. And we we do stuff like that, and we hurt ourselves. And when we hurt ourselves, now when the gentrification coming in, when the property value is going up. All that money that we throw it out the window, now we could say, well, you know what? It's popping now. I'm going to start getting some of these lots or whatever. We ain't got the money for it. On Civic Source, I didn't brought houses for six and $7,000. Seeing the value of owning property and 
man, I know this guy here, contractor, he electrician. We can get these guys together, put them under a good price, and we can get this house fixed up and, and fix it. That's how you start it. But a lot of times, we don't see the value in ownership. We would rather have the material things, but don't have the things in reality. And, and I think about this, this I see on the internet all the time. <clears throat> it put the rich man in the wannabe rich man. The rich man got on a regular shirt, some Wrangler jeans, a lease, and just some regular old hush puppies going about his business. The wannabe rich man got the Gucci belt, the Gucci shirt, yeah, the Gucci shoes. Like, for what? But I think our self-esteem is so low as a race. When you can't get it, then you have to look like it. And I think that becomes popular. See, when you, when, we never had anything. And I think the difference between us and why we have this problem is if a Hispanic cut up in any type of way, they have a jail in Mexico, they can go to jail. They can put them away. Right. Japan, they can put their, their race away. They can put them away. The reason why I think our murder rate is so high, the end result for your beef with somebody, you don't have anywhere you, we could put people. There is no African-American jail. So the, yeah. the only way to get them to stop playing with you is putting them in the ground. Every other race have a jail. We don't have a jail. So we ain't got no, you know what, bro, you violated, go do five years. We don't have that. So by us not having that, it is every time our problem go from one to shoot them. That's the only way. The white man, he got a place he could put you. So we know not to mess with him. That's why we don't mess with him. We don't have no conflict resolution. Yeah. We, so. we it, and it's hard and, you know, I get mad when I, I see people always commenting about us. Uh, even just with the East, I get mad, but then I sit back and like, they right. They 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 right. I mean, who, and who is the leaders? Who would you say if you you look around? Like, me and you love Malcolm. Who is the like who is that person? Like modern day leader right yeah, now? Carrying that torch. Nobody. That's like right now. If if Malcolm X was gonna speak in somewhere. I'm going. I'm flying. I'm flying. If you were to tell me, yeah. and I only could call these people because they're the most popular people of the African American race. You were to say, tell me, T.D. Jakes was speaking somewhere. Now, no, don't get me wrong. T.D. Jakes is a man. He used great. He can inspire you. He give great inspiration. But I'm not gonna find my way there. Right. If Malcolm was speaking, I'm drop everything. Malcolm X is over here talking. I need to be there. So I, I and I'm only using him, even with, with brother um, Minister Farrakhan. If he was to come, it might. I'm not gonna make way. I mean, he did the whole July Fourth thing, and I didn't rush to like listen to it. Yeah. Like yeah. I waited till I went when seeing my son in Texas, and like okay, I'm gonna put it on now. Yeah. And it's it must have wasn't meant for me to listen to because the phone kept ringing. Right. Some like that. Nah. And, it, and it's the same thing with, um, it's almost like back then, even when you watched it, you watched the One Night in Miami? Yeah, I did. I love that movie so much. I don't think they was arguing a lot. I think they was discussing how they going to go about and how the best way to help. And Malcolm, and, and what Malcolm told Sam Cook was like the realest thing ever. Man. You got to do this. You say to sell records. But I think you say Bob Dylan. Yeah. Bob Dylan ain't yeah. making songs like that. And he made that one song. And then when Sam Cooke came, I think Sam had that song, but he he, he was, didn't think that it would do he was something. gonna do something. Yeah. 
And when he played that song, it was like, man, it did what it's supposed to do. And then, believe it or not, too, not long after that, Malcolm got assassinated, then Sam Cooke. They, all, they both died and went in that year of time, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And when you say that, man, it, it comes down to us. I mean, the, the leaders now are... <laughs> I think they're more... They're celebrities. Yeah, they're celebrities. Like people... And it made me mad. I just told the little cat in now. I was like, well, you know, what you like to do? He like, well, you know, I'm going to college for music. I play music. Like, well, what you play? He said, clarinet saxophone. I'm like, cool. And I'm like, well, what kind of music you like? He like, I like all genres. So he was like, um, you know, I like vintage classic hip hop. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's what's up. He like, because it had a message. Right. So now I look at it like, you have your J. Coles and your Kendrick Lamar's who are not, a.k.a. gangster rappers. Right. And they show you that it's okay to have a degree. It's okay to be nerdy. But the the masses don't flock to that. But nerds run the world. Everything exactly. they make. Exactly. They want. Exactly. We, everybody want what nerds make. But what you just said about Kim, uh, it reminded me of the song Jada Kiss made. Why? See why I said I really shit, but I sell the least. Mm-hmm. Anything that's going to enhance and advance us, we're not going to pay attention to. Nope. It's almost like anything that'll degrade us and bring us down, we we run to that type of it's like a fight breakout. You should see it now. It's almost like it's so disrespectful to get in a fight. We would rather have that fight on our live and get ten thousand views than being a guy that break up the fight yeah. and get folk. Uh not just that uh post how, how you could clean up your credit. Uh you know, I'm doing this class. I'm charging, what you charge, $25, $35? Well, I'm up to 965 yeah. All right, well, 65 yeah. that's a seven. Yeah. So if I could go buy a seven, I could go, why well, I can't go take this man class who, out the D, from the night wall, went to Culver, showing me that, and you know, this motherfucker was in the project. Like, D made it, I could make it. D cousin made it, I could make it. But... We just glorify everything wrong, like, and it's and it's like we do the things that don't make us money. It's almost like when that's what you just say speaks into my business. I didn't brought vending machines. The vending machines I have over there at the car wash that I just was telling you, these vending machines do eighty dollars a day. I brought these vending machines for one hundred and fifty dollars. It's a combination machine. Do you think I made one hundred and fifty dollars back? That's my initial investment. Yes, I made one hundred and fifty dollars back in two days. In two days. But that consistent money coming in helped me to open up another business. Now, they got somebody that's going to take their 150 and they're going to go, they're going to buy something that don't make any money. Yeah. And that's a liability. So when you're spending your money all on liabilities, they got dudes tell me they got a shoe collection, but they ain't got a house collection. They got a house. Yeah, they ain't got a house. When when Jesus told... When they was in that Labrador thing, and he said, but I own half of Atlanta. Yeah. That's a nice collection to have. It's, not, it's good to have a car collection. It's good. But if you, if you don't have a real estate collection yeah. that's bringing you money, then your passion, no much, so much, so what you passionate about this? It don't bring you any own money. So think about it. Like I was told when I made 18, the minute that first tire hit the street off the lot, the value just went down. It went down. So why are we, you know... Why am I excited about a car? A I, house can always make you money. You can't right. rent the car out. Right. 
But they have something new, V. They have something new. I just purchased a, a 2010 Moreno, 2011 Moreno. They have an app called Two Road. It's a side hustle for y'all. Just throw y'all one. On Two Road, you could put a, your car up for rental. It, even if you had liability insurance, once you put it on Two Road, they add their full coverage insurance on your vehicle. And when you rent it out, you rent it out just as you rent out another car. You do the walk around, you take the picture, and you can rent your own personal car out. So if you have enough money to buy another uh, extra vehicle instead of have it sitting, that's the same thing with the have for RVs. Mm-hmm. I have three RVs right now. If you go on RV on share or uh, outdoors, you can find any one of my RVs. You can see my face on there, Dan Purnell, and I buy RVs. I buy them for two and three hundred dollars. Get them rented out, uh, renovated for like five or six hundred dollars because I got a guy. If y'all want this information, you can inbox me, and you can rent them out for five and six hundred dollars, and you can make that a month. That's extra money that's coming in residual income where you ain't got to really do nothing. Hey, hold on. You say you get an RV for $500? I get an RV. I can show you. If you go on Facebook Marketplace and you pull up RV or you go on Craigslist, use these sites for you to find the things that you need. Same thing I'll find vending machines. People ask me where I get them from. ATM machines, you don't need no license or anything. But if you was to go on there right now and find an RV, I got a guy that'll renovate it. So if you, you could find one that's ready to go, but of course it's going to cost you money because you're ready to go. All them old FEMA trailers, they're, they're in a rough shape now. But I got a guy for great prices. He That's what renovate mine. And when I show you the pictures of mine, you'll be like, man, he make it look better than what it is. Now I got it on there for $109 a day. My minimum days is three, um, three days. I got one that's it's my insurance only $24 a month. And you don't get the ones with the engine. Get a camper. Mm-hmm. So you never got to worry about nobody blowing your engine. Yeah. And when you put it on RV, on RV share, they got the roadside assistance. They got the whole nine yards on there. So you rent it out. You're making this extra money. And this extra money, when that lot comes for sale or that house for $5,000, you see on Civic Source? Nah. You got extra money to play with. That's where all the vacant lots and all that is for sale in the city of New Orleans. I told you you got it on the internet, boy. You don't, you don't, you, you no, don't. I don't like taking people property. What you mean? Like going, if somebody got a vacant lot, then somebody They'll take care of it. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. The most rude and cruel thing that you can do is be in business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you call, I mean I, but I don't, It's rude and cruel. But I got to talk to you because you, yo, you, you give me away on the secret. No, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't want people to know I got my RVs for hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah, but that's the part of it. What we got to start doing. That's the same thing. What I want to tell him. All right, you didn't made it to this business, and they tell you you didn't work so hard, you can't make any more money. That's when you start becoming a consultant. You sell your knowledge. Yeah. Now at first I had vending machines. That's all I was doing. My thing. But people start saying, "Damn, do you teach classes?" So I came up with a lesson plan and I started teaching classes. I started at $25, not charge $65. Now somebody come in my inbox and say, D, you travel? If you look on my website, you didn't see it. I done been in New York. I didn't been to Detroit. I done been in all these things. And I got a travel package that I put together that you got to meet my goals before I ever travel. Then they start saying, Darren, you do Zoom classes? Now I do Zoom classes. So I'm a consultant now. Because if you work at a job and they pay you $25 an hour, and the owner of the company tells you this is the highest I can, you maxed out. Now your expertise, your expertise. It's getting you paid. You can start giving a class on that. How many guys that can't not gonna go sit in you on you and know to learn how to work this equipment, but they'll come sit with you? You gotta start selling that. Well, we got a salesman right now. Yeah. I, I, I nominate you for the mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's mail of the Cross Canal. That's what my heart is. 
That way your heart at, huh? There you go. And I always tell people this. Like you just said, your heart, I never do business with my heart. Remember, the brain could save the heart, but the heart can't save the brain. I'll walk around with a good brain and a bad heart <laughs> than a good heart in, in, in brain dead. Hey, bro, they told you in 1991, man. He looked at Scott and said, hey, bro, never personal, B. Always business. <laughs> it's always business. Saying, but, but you could be the man. In the night war. That's what I'm saying. My night war is my people. Right. Nice. But them empty lots, I think that's good for you to have. Master Pete, when he tell his story, how he brought that empty land with, with a strip mall that in Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. He owned that. You got to see it. Yeah. You could see Gentrification Company no, coming. What I, what I see for the night war, yeah. we're going to buy all them empty lots and put a gate around. Yeah. Knock yeah. the motherfuckers yeah. out. No, what I'm saying is <clears> even <throat> at the Superdome. The Superdome was a graveyard. Mm-hmm. They was in a way. It's good to when renovation and new stuff coming to be in a way. But we ain't in a way. I'm just saying. I am in a way. I own two lots in the Lord Nine. I'm in a way. So when it come my way. Man, that ain't coming back, though. Yes, it is. They back, though. On on, on Bywater side. Oh, oh, it's coming. It's coming. You know what I got them lots from? I got them lots for, and I'm going to show you what the difference is. I'm going to show you a picture of it. We got to learn how to take liabilities and turn it to an asset. The guy sold me the lot because he got tired of cutting them, right? So he sold me to $1,500 a piece. Guess what I got sitting on the on lot? What? Mardi Gras happened once a year. The floats came poking in the normal neighborhood. Yeah, so I poked cool. three floats on each one of them, gave them a deal of $75 a month. That covered the, the property tax and that covered the grass. That liability <laughs> would have just been me going out there cutting and then paying the property tax. <laughs> man, that's smart though. I like that. Yeah, put so the put the yeah the truck flows. The truck flows can't, yeah, go, on can't go on the street. And everybody don't have like you're born in Leesville. Yeah, so they don't have that. So what you have to do is, and people that got boats and RVs. Now the two houses that's in front of them, I told the ladies I put the cameras on their house phone. So the people when I'm I'm pitching to you, park your boat or your RV right here. It's secure. Now you know it's secure. You feel comfortable and no angel sitting anywhere. Now I turned that liability into an asset. That extra car, if you just paying the insurance on it and it's sitting it, it's a liability. But once you start renting it out on two row, it becomes an asset now. We got to start having that mindset. But you know what? You could be, the entrepreneurial spirit is unique. Yeah. You can tell people that they blew in the face, but, yeah. you know, that's a it, Yeah. But it's four phases of it. Yeah. it becoming an entrepreneur, I don't, I'm not an entrepreneur yet. What are you? I'm a business owner. It's a difference. It's an employee. You need the four steps. If you don't take the four steps, that's why when generations of business pass down, on the third generation, it fell. Yeah. Because that son didn't work in a business. You have to be an employee first. You have to have some employee skills first. To know how to treat your Now, employee. you go from employee to self-employed. Now, when you're self-employed, you got to do a lot. So you used to staying up late. Have to work the marketing, have to do the account. You got to do a lot. Now you go from debt, and that's a, to a business owner. A business owner can leave his company for about a week or two, or two weeks, and it still can run. But an entrepreneur is like Pete Diddy buying a McDonald's in Gentilly. He never have to go to that own place. So he buy businesses that's up and running. They plug and play. So I'm not there yet. Hopefully I get my money up. That's why I sent a movie theater. If I get that movie theater, I ain't got to sit there every day. Magic Johnson, when he had the movie theater there, he don't have to sit by the movie theater all day. That's an entrepreneur. So it's four levels. And if you haven't went through all four of them, then it's a, it's a kink. You're going to fail. 
That's why your boy they got the car wash right there. That's my that's my dude. But he got to be at the car wash all day for them run. Yeah, because they're still a that's, they're still a house still, out of home over there. Yeah, and that's self that's self employed. Hey, bro, I wash it for fifteen. <laughs> that's self employed. <laughs> so that's what I am right now. So in going into it, they got a barbershop for sale. If I purchased this barbershop now, I would be a business owner. I would consider myself a business owner because I don't have to be there. And then hopefully into entrepreneurship. A man told me if you can't leave your business for ninety days, you're not an entrepreneur. And I vending machines out of business. Well, it's a business that I gotta I gotta check on that. An entrepreneur don't have to check on his business. It's plugging, it's it's like purchasing livery. If I was to purchase everything, right I could keep everything in play and everything will keep running. It's almost like the McDonald's or Rallys. They got a general manager, they got a management system, they got a computer system, it's already plug and play. Yeah. So you don't have to sit there and babysit it. If I don't babysit my businesses, then it's almost like I'm gonna get messed over. So I have to watch and watch my numbers. I could tell my cousin, he come in and get a check at the end of the week. I sold him, you, you stole four Snickers from me. I, <laughs> I know that. For me to pick that up, he know I'm still on my game. Now, if I get so big when I'm making so much money, he might can get away with stealing four Snickers because I ain't going to catch it to, at the end of the year. But I catch that. Say, dang, cuz, I just I got hungry on the thing. I, I, gave you, I had a lot of Twix left over. That's about to expire. I gave you that, but you stole four Snickers from me. Businessman. You gotta count that. You gotta know that. Businessman. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna need I ain't gonna need no my cousin. I ain't gonna need no <laughs> And this this night while brilliance right here, cause um like we always say, what's the best thing come from uptown, B? Oh, the rappers. <laughs> rappers. Downtown people don't make it rapping. I'm sorry, y'all. Well, it's it's crazy why we don't. Y'all you know make, what I think? Y'all make you know it business. You know what I think? Baby and Master P made it hard for business owners. You know why? They came out so great. And even Tyler Perry, he from uptown. That it's hard for somebody from from New Orleans, period, to get a deal. Because they think you come from that baby. Master P raped the game. Then P came in and got a bigger deal than anybody. No, baby them cash money. So it's on the level of they smart down there. We can't give them the 360. <laughs> right. P talk to them. Because as soon as they meet you, first thing they're going to ask do you know Master P? Like, yeah, I like P. He got that P mindset. So I think it's hard. Even Tyler Perry. It's that New Orleans. And New Orleans is like that. Wherever we go, we won't take over everything. We don't want to be. Yeah, we don't want to be all in the background. Yeah. My, yeah. No background. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be up front. So I think that mindset and that concept, but I think that kind of hurt New Orleans. I don't know. But see, that's my thing. Uptown, being a front. With a night or downtown being a I'm talking about New Orleans as a whole. That's just like Atlanta. See all the Atlanta, Atlanta's pop? But they still ain't got a deal like P or Baby. But, but I understand what you're saying. But just like the dude said, they got four people from St. Augustine that's up for Grammy. None of them, one of them rapping. Um, from Uptown. Oh, he don't count. That's Jay-Z Grammy Award. It don't Talk matter. about um, Jay Electronica. Yeah. That whole Jay Z hour, man. Yeah, like but, saying, but you still got three people. People from downtown. And the other dude don't count either for what he did on the shot. I ain't gonna forgive him for that. <laughs> that wasn't cool. <laughs> Luke James. That wasn't cool. But you know, singers and rock and roll come from, from downtown. Y'all had fast domino? Yeah, singers and rock and roll. But Rapper? you know the thing about it? Fast domino actually did more than Ray. Yeah. I was reading his story, and Ray got bigger than him. I just, I, I and that's why Eric Paulson 
was so infatuated. The, the, the news dude, Eric Paulson, he yeah. infatuated with all Fast Domino. But like at that time, like like P and Baby, them, that's how they was. Fast Domino, them. Yeah. In the 50s? They yeah. were that big. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were that big. And then it just started elevating. I think y'all got rocking dupes too, I think. Man, we got, we got every, like, you know, singers, Luke James, or, we got singers. Y'all got shiny. Porch Talk, shiny, clean. Got time, bro. Yeah, I'm stunning. Had the best. And that shit fits well on top of me. And I'm gonna tell you another thing. Downtown had too. Well, the man is from downtown. Yeah, yeah. Music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm gonna yeah. tell you what y'all really had good. Y'all had some good dope. There you go, Randy. The, I mean, views, the, the and views and expressions of this podcast or <laughs> <laughs> not the views and expressions of the box studios. Uh, you gonna film a podcast, but on the real, why you think Uptown was running the time? We ain't gonna say the name, but we had a famous rapper going to the Florida, like religiously, <laughs> religiously. And that's the thing. Let me right. ask you this. <laughs> Who was at the meeting that made up the we ain't gonna, we don't mind dying? Oh, in the name one? Yeah, y'all. Yeah, I mean, no, well, no. <laughs> well, I think it's it's trash talk. I think you get no powerful than when you say I'm out the nine, I don't mind dying. But. I didn't heard a dude say you gotta pop me to stop me. So it's on one of those levels when you just trash talking. When you say that, I don't use that unless I, that's the last card I pull out of my pocket. I ain't using that as my first card. <laughs> yeah. But cash money, you know, uptown known for talking trash. So when you're talking with them, you gotta have something. And I think they they just came up with that. Whoever they say I'm out the nine and I don't mind dying. When they say that, it's almost like I'm willing to put everything on the line for what I believe in. So And we we talk about Cash money, no limit, uptown, downtown. I just want to know why we can't unite as one. And I'm, I'm, fuck the music. I don't care about the music because the music horrible. Nah. But I'm saying, like, business-minded, like, it makes me so angry. He got a vending machine. He got RVs. You got a studio. I follow this man on social media. He posts some bullshit. He might got 200 likes. But when he start posting business, trickle, 10 15, but if this, <laughs> and I'm going to keep using this quote, if the dude you know from out of town tell you about vending machines that you really don't know, you just, oh, he's a celebrity. Right. You fucking flock to him. But here, I could touch him. I could touch you. So basically, when I'm saying I could touch you, nigga, if this don't go right, I could come see you. You can't come see this dude that's in California. Because you ain't got the means to go out there. He not setting up a meeting in the time for you. All right. And you know what I think one of the ideas? Some people are too close to it. It's like you get too close to the sun. It becomes blinding. Like that police, when you get pulled over and he put that light yeah. on, first thing you do is you cover your eyes. It's too close to you. So I think that with, with my success, and I could tell you only 1% of the people from the night war ever took my class. But I don't hold it against them. And I started giving my class in the night war. That's the first place I ever held a class at. And that's when you saw that $25. Mm-hmm. And my sellout more in Detroit and in Atlanta and in California, in Houston and in Dallas, than my class ever did. In, and I gave my class in the night war and I gave them a better price. Right down Louisa, but, right? Yes, right there in the desired community where uh-huh. I'm from. So you would think my number would be greater where I'm from. So when people say they show you much love, I think it is they're, they're far enough to sit. They're not that far where they're blinded by it. So I don't I don't I don't hold none any animosity towards the nine for not backing me. A lot of it be is like because you're touching it, 
Like, like you get a lot of support, but you don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, <laughs> but you, everybody supports you. You know, you just don't because it. But when somebody says support, I'm gonna tell you something like this. I'm a frontliner. Everything I do, I'm gonna say what I gotta say. I'm not gonna be a frontliner and then tell me I support him and be we can't see me at. That's the type of support they tell me. They whisper, I get an inbox every now and then, D I see you doing I'm good. Well, why I'm not good for a social media blast. Cause you go you, blast yeah, you go blast you, the whole thing. You're willing to put know. in the back door and tell me and pull me to the side and tell me. No, what I'm saying is, is not to say that. If you speaking your loudest, if you was a type of humble person that's quiet and you was to tell me that, I gotta take that. That's the highest you normally is going. But you're a frontliner. Be he's the type of person that's gonna speak his mind. So okay. don't tell me on the issue that you agree with me and then I don't hear you. Man, be you that low over there? No. You said you agree with me. So as loud as I'm talking about New Orleans East in this crime area, if it's time that Fox State News come with the, the thing, I want to hear you just as loud as you would normally be. Don't get quiet now. So I think too many times that you want to give somebody props across the street around the back and all that. No. If I think a dude doing a lot, I just do this out of the random. Man, I see what this dude doing here, right here. He's doing good dude. He doing such, such, such. And I just shout out and send him on my, on my front page, not on the back. I'm called a sponsor, um, one of their sponsors. That just got out there. And I just started telling people that. The coach put, started putting it out there. But I just was back doing giving them on there. I think, but, you think we don't know how to do business? I think no, because it don't trickle down. We, we do business yeah. who, who, who we won't do business with. Be, if you sponsor... It should be in a contract that I gotta say this. No, 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 no. See, it, put it like this. You can't do everything on the cool. All right, no, it's not on the cool. I'm gonna say this. If you're doing business in tights on, I didn't say that I sponsored Carver. And then Carver didn't say it, and I don't think Carver have to say it. I think they should. I don't know. I'm out the hood. And it's so many times we didn't have things, and people sponsored us. So I, and when I'm older now and I'm a position, it's my job. It's been times like we go to the center and they got food in there. I don't know who I can read the name of who gave it to us, but they gave it to us. Right, but look, we so, used to that. But look, they got a whole tribe of job people who need recognition. Right. And so they're winning because every time they get something, it's, it's known that right. you gotta be, you gotta let this blast. Right. We gotta teach each other how to do that. Yeah, but we got and another thing is we gotta know the difference between you helping somebody, somebody coming to you for help in a sponsorship. Too many times you helping your partner out and then you putting that on blast. That's not... You was helping him out. No, you ain't doing that shit from the yeah, heart. I, you ain't doing it from the heart. Like, that, so. That's like going to feed the homeless man right there. And with the cameras. They kills me with like, that. They, nah, you doing this out your heart, home, and you ain't got to... Yeah, they <laughs> on the camera. I never do that. But see, that I feed the homeless every Saturday. We got to get more jobs. Because, now, I remind you, when I got a vending company, sun chips and regular corn chips don't sell. So, but I have to buy the variety pack with it in there. So I take the sun chips and the corn chips and I make sandwiches and I go under the bridge. I don't. Sun chips is nasty. Yeah, they're horrible. I like the Yeah, but if <laughs> if he called me and said, D, what you doing? I'm going to come help you with the sandwich. I'm going to do the sandwiches thing. Then that's cool. Why but, you do that? Because it? it was done for me. Now, I was in never pull down. That, I, I ain't never got that far down. But I look at it when you're in position. You give back. It, it, it's, it's, it's a responsibility that you have. It's, it's, I don't look at it as I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to. Even kids shaking a hand for jerseys. I don't want to see Carver out there right. shaking. Not my school. How you gonna have an alumni that big? Or these kids go to Harrell, one of these pokes. 
And all these dudes that playing on the poke, you don't see no sense of responsibility of a five dollar bill or twenty dollar bill. You will believe after Katrina, we had a flag team. It was twenty five of us on one flag team, and we went and got jerseys for the jersey and shorts. They charged us like charged us like six hundred and fifty dollars. So I'm saying to myself, with all these people printing everything, you can't call a coach and say, "Look, man, look, they got eighteen of us. We class of two ninety three. They got thirty of us graduating the class. Each one of us should be able to sponsor the the major refs. We gonna sponsor the major refs. But well, you, we gonna sponsor such a okay shaking cans. You don't never. But you know what come behind that? Cause cause I look at it at the little school I went to. You know, shout out. Hey, oh Lord, he said that's hey, the toughest bro. school in the world. But hey, go bro, ahead. That's the realest school in the world. <laughs> but it's like, like I told a dude last night with the with the with the whole Mardi Gras thing. You motherfuckers got a problem with misappropriation of funds. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Cowboy alumni are strong. My AT graduated from like the 70s. And like they stick together. But everybody, everybody's hand can't go in a cookie jar. Because, you know, like you said, your cousin might have took them three Snickers. Right. <laughs> My brother been hit y'all $400 and like and that. that's how they do it. You know. And it's, the, it's, it's brought up on us with mistrust. That's like right now we try to do it like with your boy, Jay Morrison, the Morrison Academy. He is in Atlanta. I'm part of it. But he started a crowd fund and he started buying property and everything. And he's 50% on it and the, the other one's 50% on it. I don't got no problem with that. But you know what? He gave out his dividend statement. I'm talking about on social media, they bashing him. He, he, we've been in a group, you only giving on, I think I would give it this statement, like 70 some dollars. Apple, Apple, Google, all the dividends for all the investment statement was lowered in hands. But they bash them, they bash you to death. And they don't understand business. That's why once I'm sitting down to talk to somebody, if you don't understand business, we can never do business. No, but oftentimes you might have somebody that had they got the money, but they just don't know how to do business. And what happened is, let's just say you take a Saints player, he come with a big check. Everybody say, "Well, damn, why he don't want him in here?" Because he here's a conflict of interest. He don't understand business. You got to understand business how it works. We got to build stuff up. But all these when you see um. The Chevrolet organization, Family Dollar, Dollar General, that didn't happen overnight where they start getting in states or whatever. You got to build something. And something got to be successful for us to trickle off, off of that. But often time. What can we start off that because you know what other stuff people had that trickled down? We have a billion dollar, we got a $1.2 trillion spending power as black people. Hmm. Right, but we're not going to spend it with us. And that's the that's problem. That's one thing got to change. You got to spend with your own. Let's just say this, but I think if we get we start having meetings like this. We're going to back this particular car company. He's a black-owned car company. But we got to, if you got to complain with him, we got to complain hotline, and he got to live up to a certain expectation. Because oftentimes, if we rush all our business to one lawyer, that's when he can get greedy. Yep. We need to have some type of, Crump. Um, <laughs> you know, legal system for ourselves where we hold him accountable where... Well, if you mess this up, this got to happen or this got to happen. If we open up, store, open up some lean corner grocery stores. Well, this person say it was like this. You can counter this person like this and we can squash it, but it don't go over social media. We can't constantly bash each other. We take it. Walmart, a lady that, that do cakes, she spelled, misspelled a child name all over social media. But I didn't see it happen at Gambino. Walmart did it. 
But guess what? You took that cake. You'll take it and you'll take his discount or he will give you a credit. This person just starting their business. They can't afford to do. Walmart can afford to say, well, look, we messed up on the TV. I don't want the bad publicity. All right, give her another one. So we're going to give you this one back and we're going to give you another one. They can afford to do that. I can't afford to do that. Like on a cake. Happy the birthday. Name, happy birthday, such and such. Byron, but they might have spelled you B R I O N. But my name is Darren. You know how many times somebody spelled my name D R R E N? But it was a name that can, it, it, it's one of those flip names. Yeah. Like, it could be spelled. Yeah, it could be spelled multiple ways. I'm not the type of person that get mad about something like that. I would look at it as, especially if it's one of our people, the lady say she had an opportunity to make it again, but they start going off on the people so much that when they was going off on them, she took it and um, she didn't want to um, do it again. And we do that to every bad publicity, bad customer service that we get from black business. We don't pull the other black business to the side and say, damn, man, look, I came over here this time and look at this, this didn't happen to me. Let me ask you this. Let me get some advice. <laughs> I got very talented people, children, that need studios. Yeah. We need sponsors. We want to do stuff and we need to get people in here to support it. We even get money back to the city. We'll do whatever we got to do. The talent's in. How we can make that work? All right. Now, one of the things, and I just have to have this time of conversation, it's a tough conversation to have. And the reason why it's a tough conversation to have because I'm the sponsor of Joe Wasn't Carver. I got a partner of mine. He's, he run AAU teams in, in Slidell. He's also looking for a sponsorship. So this is what we do. We don't back our businesses up, but at the same time, we go to them for business. 1% of the night wall ever took them on in my classes. But if the night wall asked me for sponsorship, not to say this, I'm like, well, damn. Let me get big in business, and then there's an obligation for me. But if you go to, like, small black business owners, you ask them for sponsorship, and they can't reach the goal, it's almost a level of, like you just said, with that $1.2 trillion spending power, they could make be this radio station compete with Q93 overnight. Yeah, but I'm saying, I don't need business. I need small people to get one dollar. Vending machine. Can we do a vending machine where they can just... Yeah. What can we, how we, hey, you the myth. All right. You got to make this... <laughs> All, right. Money, All right. All right. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Right. How many kids are we talking about? We're going we gonna, to we gonna get down to it right now. How many Come people on, are we talking about? Kid in the wall. They I, have opportunities. See, that's, that's, that's a wide right. range of number. There's no such thing. Let's have a time show. All right. Let's start with 20. All right, so 20X, a talent show. All right, let, 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 all right, that's cool. We find a place. Let's just say we find a place where we can get a talent show. The selling tickets, we gonna, let's just say we go 25 ahead. Dean kids that's in this talent, particular talent show, they on stage, they're just going to perform. But the money that's going from here, we letting everybody know. The money that's going from here is going 100% to this particular program. Right. Now, like he said, misappropriation of funds. Don't have me hustling and busting it out there with my... Um, I, no, I'm just saying. Hold on, I'm just saying. That's out, that's out. All right. Now, hold on. No, it's not out. Because we see it over and over again. No, yeah. let me say, I'm spending the money already. All right. No, but then what I'm trying to say. I just need help. All right, but then what I'm trying to say. We continue to keep having this problem. We'll get something good. The money coming flowing in, and then we get a news story. <laughs> right, but guess what? We make our own news. I ain't worried about it. That's not talking about no, All right. Bad. But even if, if the news come on and it's a bad story, let's just say a bad story. When I call you in that meeting and I say, well, look, if I call you in that meeting and I say, yeah, I call you in that meeting and I say, 
Well, what's going on? Leading did his story. Well, after Leading did his story, it's time for you to do yours. You say, look, dude, I don't know what Lee talking about, but this is my evidence. This is how I go about doing things. We don't have a, a, a platform for us right now. Don't worry about it. We don't have a platform for us right now. Let's just say if we wanted to do that, what is the, what is the percentage of money that's going to the program and what's the percentage of money going to the bills and allocated towards the bills? No. They got a program that was in New Orleans and it was when they did the story, they was like only 30% of the donations go to the actual cause. Now imagine you donating to Whatever. a cause and 30% going and 70% 70 going, to, going to whoever running it and going to this and going to that. You're like, dang. They, but they don't tell you that before it running. So I think it'd be a good thing for us to get on some confident ground with our people is we get the kids that we identify they got the talent. Let, let's say that. We're going to start here. We're going to model behind the nonprofit NFL. Let me know how much going to Goodell, and let me know how much going to... Yeah, yeah let's but... Let's do that. So, because... I see... I got a guy right here. He on here right now. He running nonprofit. What's up, B? That's Brian Matthews. I call Brian up. I say, Brian, look, I, we got a great thing we're doing in New Orleans. We want to give a talent show. We know the talent show. People are going to come out to see their kids, all right? We're going to charge $25 for the ticket, all right? And we're going to do virtual. We're going to do virtual where we people can pay. Live. All right, people can pay. All right, we're going to have everything set up. The fundraiser come from this money. 80% of the all funding that would come from this talent show would go. We got 20 kids that we want to enhance. We want to show them how to go about getting in the studio working. All right. The other 20% going to go on bills and everything else. I, if I let them know that, if I tell B, like B on here watching now, and he say, well, all right, D, I got $100. That he understand what's going on. You know what, B? Not just I want your $100. You want, I want you to write your name, and I want you to um, have your phone number, email, and everything. So you will constantly know what's going on. And I, and I looked at it again. It almost be like you could sponsor a child. Yeah. Because it's not like you win that talent show. Africa so, do it. Yeah. 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 Somebody <laughs> like what, 23 cents? Now I don't know how they pull it off. In the United States, I don't see how mathematics. But it's not only this. Let's just say we start building a building. Do you know they have it like the bricks? They can put the bricks with keep a name on there. Like they do downtown, like in the quarter yeah. when you go. You didn't see you any? $100 Joe. That, and that's, yeah. Let's just say like we, we got it on something that we building and we want to do $100. A five, they got hundred dollar bricks. They got five hundred dollar bricks. They got thousand dollar bricks. Let's keep having kids. They could be on. They could get their name in the credit. They could say executive producer. Yeah. They could say what's up. You know. That's always yeah. that's good for yeah. business. But yeah. I, we got to talk about how we get it. Yeah. yeah. Get it done. I'm just I'm just trying to talk my language. What I want y'all to do. This. I want y'all bring that desire talent show back. That shit used to be live on cable. Like that shit used to be live. We no. I was in the talent show. We did one year. It, what it was called? The Desire... The Christmas show. Christmas show. Christmas show. And he had a talent show. It was live. It was lip syncing. And I do. I, I want to say we sung The Temptations. <laughs> I think we sung The Temptations. Me and my partners got up there. They got us... They, we had the tuxedos on. We did The Temptations. But I think it's a great thing to bring it back. And I think we can do that. We got enough kids with talent that we could. You know the talent show, yeah? You know the talent show, yeah? Oh man, this man young and don't know the talent show. We say the same you know thing. Saying? It need to happen. We got so much talent, and I think kids that's real talent. We put the age should it be an age bracket or not? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like Manudo. We gonna yeah. have a for, from from like three. Well, I don't want to say three because nobody wants to get their children. Yeah, because nobody wants three. Five to, get cool, but somebody to eighteen. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes the five five year olds they might win just because they're cute. 
But like, yeah, we, we have real, we got real thing because they got some people that's just like well, your participation trophy. Mike really had talent, huh? Marlon didn't. <laughs> yeah. And you do a new addition. That was kids that really had the talent. It's ironic. You're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to push that up, promote. You're gonna have to have a band. You're gonna, it's gonna be All right, now I'm ask you a question. If we do a talent show, we'll, I would like to see the old music. I hate this new music. I would like them to do the new addition, the boss to men. I'm down on my knees. If they could do that, the 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 on um, Diana Ross and the um, I remember Supreme. girls used to be saying yeah. they used to do that um stop in the name stop of love the, the dance steps and all that yeah. today is almost like it's horrible. That's why we got to change that, right? Yeah, because all, all all the top shit comes from the name wall, right? And all the rappers. <laughs> rappers, you got to be from uptown to do it, even if you want. But it ain't just gotta be rapping and singing. I mean, the, the magic, yeah, juggling yeah. magic and hey man. Make a head appear in that box, and <laughs> you you might win. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. I would I would also, and I've been thinking about this, but I ain't I ain't got the bread for it. What I really want to see, what I really want to do, I want to do that team summit thing, and like and I got it like mapped out in my head. Five dollars a kid, just to get in, because we got to pay a building fee. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay the runner. Hopefully. You could go holler at you and know a holler at Gail and be like, work with me. I'm trying to do some positive. And Gail probably, uh, you know, but five hours ahead. That's right, though. It's somewhere you yeah. need to work with us. Go, go find Stan Schofield, because he made me cry in like 1993. Yeah. Oh, the the the. He do what? He put the music on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Teddy uh, Pendergrass. Yeah. When, when Teddy was in the wheelchair. You want to be Stan? He was no, like, Stan, um, he's still living. He's still living? Yeah. I need to find that Last time we, I was, I was actually had a speaking engagement with him, and what's so crazy was him thing. and Brother Muhammad in '94 was the guest speakers for us. <laughs> and they, they took us in the Desire Project. They took us to a camp. Brother on Muhammad. Moose? Not Moose. Um, he got the T-shirts. I'll, I'll miss you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Brother Muhammad and Stanley Schofield was two nice. guest speakers. Now. 20 some years later, we was all at the same thing, and I was one of the speakers speaking on, on economics. So I'm proud of you, bro. Yeah. Proud of you. yeah. D, D, D been like, I met D in what, 15, 14 yeah. or 15. Yeah. D, I used to ask D how he doing. Motherfucker, like, he come to work at 2 in the evening. He might stay at 2 in the morning, then he go to work at 6 o'clock. I'm like, you ain't tired? But I, you got to have a plan. I believe in this. Proud preparation for this physical performance and preparation creates separation. A lot of times, a lot of people don't make no sacrifices. When I look at the motivational um, speakers that I watch and the, the billionaires and that, when they talk, the sacrifice. Tyler Perry, on the stage, after the show, I got to help break down. I'm with the breakdown crew. Pack this up. Get it in a van. I got... Huh? Yeah, you got to get in character. You, I'm just, you know that. Yeah. But when you watch these guys and you see the work ethic that they have, these guys have made tremendous sacrifices. Yeah. That's what I did. I'm saying, I'm saying they didn't have nobody to play with them. Yeah. So he had to make a sacrifice to put himself in Cause the Because in the first time he ever got in there, when it, for me knowing it, listening to his story, he never ever got in a dress before, and he never he used to not act like his auntie. But that Madea is his auntie from Houston. Yeah. So, and when you watch those guys, those guys got tremendous work ethic. And you see them, that's why they could build empires. They got a tremendous work ethic. They don't miss shows. And you watch P, he all over the road, he doing this, that, and another. Every person from No Limit, they missed a show 
when God did this, did this. Cashman, you got you the ones you see at the top, and you look at the ones that fell off. You missing shows, you doing this. And when you watch the can't own, kick the dope. You watching on um, New Edition with on um, Mike. He was the most professional one. He the ones the one never missed a show. He looked at it as a business. They came to him and said, "Man, we just made thirty million dollars off this tour." He said. We ain't paid taxes yet. And he was like, Mike, you think too much. No, that's He's the, always yeah. thinking about the business of it. And that's just how I am with, with my family and everything. I'm always, the business side of it is always on my mind. As my mother get older, I'm looking at it. How can I use, she still want to work because she want her independence. But how can I show my mother how to make money without have to do all the labor now? Just think about it. We go back to the 90s. If somebody had food delivered to their house, that was amazing. Now, everybody could do that. We're obese. If somebody had was able to rent an RV back then and we ain't know nothing about it, that was amazing. Now, these opportunities is open for everybody. So, as much as possible, I tell them. I tell every dude that I say they got a couple of dollars on. You got $1,000, man, go get a vending machine. Go get it there. That's passive income. That, that goes along with your job. When that, that lot come uh, available, or your partner say, man, let's invest in something. You got your half. But a lot of times... You might got a dude that make $20 an hour, $25, $30, $28 an hour. That lot come up for sale, $14,000. Man, you want to go in on the $7,700? Oh, it's $20. Everybody put up five. We're going to flip this house. It'll be our first flip. He ain't got his five. He got a, two Benzes. He got this house. No, he won't press everybody, but it's time to put up the fund for this house. He ain't got no extra money. So I show them how to go about, look, dude, you already got a good job. Put this with your good job, and this right now help you get over the hump and get where you ultimately want to be at. Huh? I want a vending machine. <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely. I'm about to come take your class. And the thing, business and everybody gets scared. And I say they get scared because they don't know. They illiterate to the fact of trying to have something on their own. And that's cool. You know, you reach out to people. That's why you have contacts. You know what I'm saying? You keep people. You meet people through your life. Yeah. You know, for reasons. But one thing I like about him. He never gave up. And this made me think to this interview on Good Morning America with the little dude, um, Brian Gumble, And I forgot the, the lady name. I don't like Brian Gumble, but whatever. No, I don't like be, I don't like be a sellout, man. We're going to talk about that. But. When do you ever see somebody else on that? When? Maybe Greg, not Brian. Oh, you talking about put the HBO? Yeah, that's Brian on, huh? Yeah, Brian got me. He got you what? Hating soccer. Hating soccer? Yeah, he had the report about how they throw the bananas and all that. Oh, they've been doing that. They did that at the Audubon Zoo in 1960. Oh, I mean, I, I'm going to have to do my report on Brian. I think yeah, please do, because I'll punch him down. I see him. <laughs> but nah, like him. but nah, they, um, it's when the internet came out, and everybody was like, this is stupid. And this will never work. And even him, him and the lady said, I can't think of the lady name. Look at the internet now. That motherfucker on your phone, on your watch. Minister <laughs> Farrakhan said these words, and it was the powerful three words that he, I heard, heard him say. Infiltrate, educate, and evacuate. Use these jobs as your college. Infiltrate. Especially they got jobs where you could raise up in, in, a, in a job without going to take classes or anything. Yeah. So that's you infiltrated it. You got in there. 
You educated yourself, and now you evacuated. I got pilots in mind that used to work for Cox and Direct TV. Now they got their own business where they installing, they running TV, they running cameras, uh, infiltrate, educate, and evacuate. The businesses I'm in is directly effect of even my food truck, Taste of New Orleans. It's a direct effect. I used to work in the restaurant industry. You got a food truck? I have a food truck also. All the me. So when you see my food truck, well, how do I know how to run it? I used to work at Popeye. Popeye was my first job. Burger King was his. The lady say, my label is high. And I told her, B, what that mean when you say your label high? She said, I could do two things. I could send you home or send somebody on break. Yep. So that let me know labor costs. I said, oh. Now, as far as the long as I got better on the job, I started saying stuff like, it's time for two or three of y'all to take a break. Y'all three go take a break. You ain't the manager. The manager way in the freezer don't account. Five minutes later, manager peek her head out the door. Drill y'all, take a break. I understood labor costs. Because I want that labor percentage at 13. Exactly. And I'm going to get that motherfucker Exactly. And you know why? Because you're paying out more than you're making. Yeah. That's why it's high. So you always, whenever the the restaurant is busy, you want all your people on the clock. Whenever it's slow, that's when you get your breaks. Labor costs. She. Yeah, but you. It's almost like, let's just say with him with um, with the boxes. Him opening up one of those boxes and saying, you know what? I could build one of these. <laughs> I could build nah. one of these. But it, it, it's so far, you're not like, this shit about to be in, what, in 21? Shit probably be a, 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 a cord or something. Because they, they just make it so far, you're not like, okay, we're going to stream it. Like, everything just keep. keep I, I'm asking you a question. You think they're doing that for the bootleggers? They get you. It's all about bandwidth. The, right. Them people stealing cable. The cable company wasn't losing no money. The cable company don't make money off of cable. They, they make they make money off the internet. So look, prime example. Two thousand seven. You could get a hundred gigs, hundred gigs up, and ten gigs down. Ten. What? What a gig? Ten gigs down. Whatever. <laughs> For twenty nine dollars ninety nine cents. It's for two thousand seven. It's fourteen years later. That shit is a hundred dollars right now. The increase, the traffic, right? The demand, right? That's how they make it. Just like the cell phone, right? Remember, cell phone. You pay your hundred fifty dollars, you get the rebate back. Yeah. For the phone, phone a thousand dollars now, maybe right. twelve hundred. So right. what they do? Oh, we gonna drop them every year. You can lease this motherfucker. You ain't gonna never own it. Because nobody ever really read that contract and understand that you're not going to own this phone even when you pay the lease out. You're still responsible for something. It's just it's just demand. It's right. like... Supply and demand. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing with business, and like y'all touched on it, we'll let Walmart fuck us all day. You'll let me... Because I went off on Macy's. Like I went... Me and Macy's had a problem. I ought to meet some polo sheets because I'm a little different. I only sleep on polo. That's just me. Whatever. What My shit ain't come. Is? It was twelve hundred. Oh yeah, that's good. You know the. Oh oh man. It's, it's soft. It's just. It's, it's man. Make it... I don't like the Egyptian. But anyway, yeah, the, the trade count. FedEx said they dropped my package y'all. I'm on lunch. Nobody knock on my door. So like FedEx just stole my package, this how I'm feeling. 
So I killed FedEx on the internet and I killed Macy's and then I called them and killed them and, you know, they made things right. Prime example, I go to, last night I get off of work, they got a little spot on um, Durge and Wine Banks, black spot, Souls, Souls Cafe. Nice, ducked off, you know, low lighting, TV, all of some chicken wings, six chicken wings. It literally took the people an hour and 30 minutes. I sat that patient, went smoked two cigarettes, played the LaRue game. I'm going back. Like, I'm going back. This was horrible service, but I'm going back. The food was hot. It just was horrible service. But I understand. Because me working at Burger King, I understand. Like, and I worked for a black dude at Burger King. He was an asshole, but I understand now. That's the same way. That's the same way I understand. Like, and I'm going to keep going back. Like... We got our meetings done now for the Mardi Gras thing. Like, man, let's fuck with these people. You know what I'm saying? They got the upstairs. They got the outside. So if we don't want to be closed, then we go outside. They come from around our way. We're going to just put it like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we have to be. Give them a chance. Like, because we... Right. This kills me. I hate the Walmart on Bullet. Where you going? I'm going to Walmart on Bullet. Man, how many chances they get? That, it, it, go to Walmart on Bullet. You get your window broke, your car might get stole. You gotta call them to get your fucking deodorant because it's locked up. <laughs> you gotta call them to get the soap because it's locked up. Man. Well, I need some rubbers. You gotta call them to get the rubbers. Everything you gotta call them to get up. the tampon. The family dollar, everything locked up. But that should show you how they how they feel about you because guess what? Go to Slidell, you go on Jefferson Highway, even on Chapatuda. That shit ain't locked up. But you know what? Hold on. The women hair products that's for white women is locked up. The women is not locked up. Yeah. The ones but for the, the black dark and lovely is locked up. I could get some assistance over here on aisle three, please. That's how you look at it. <laughs> he, he he political. He he you know. Yeah. But now, nah, like, I'ma keep giving chances. And you know, that's just me. You know. And I, I had to think about it with my car wash, man, because I said I fired him. Got another chance, bro. Yeah, he can't do that no more, but but he got another chance. You know what I'm saying? But that's my thing, bro. Like, you see your people doing it, especially somebody you know, like in a vicinity. Like, like I see, I could reach out and touch you. You should be more than happy to be like, hey, man, let me get his brother a shot. Let me get his sister I, a I shot. What I do is whenever I go places, I didn't went to... A restaurant, Smiley's, down the street. We love Smiley's. I seen it. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible huh? It used to be horrible, sir. It's still horrible, sir, but we go back. But, but no. But even when I talk to the guy, I, I talk to him personally about it. I'm like, I ain't stopped coming, but I think we can improve on this. And that's all it have to be. His food is good. Smiley's is a great restaurant. But sometimes I don't, I don't like the service. But I ain't going to go blast him. I'm not going to. I'm never going to do that. Well, it's a lot better since you because you just going to the counter and you ain't got nothing to expect. Yeah. When they try to be a restaurant, it was But But a lot of that staffing, too, because yeah. it's like you'll go run your ass in, in the quarters and go work at Muriel's, Andrea, Andrea's uh, GW fan, but, you know, oh, Nathan won't, you know, Nathan got this this nice fine dine restaurant. Okay, yeah, it's not elegant like Muriel's, but they got a table. Hey, they got something on TV I actually like. You know what I'm saying? Right. And And... They treat me good. They're a little slow, but you'll go give you all a GW fan. They, they, but 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 
Fuck B. I don't, I don't fuck. I'm tired of working for you B. You know what they say? They'll, they'll get fed up with everything that you have. I didn't see people on jobs and out of here. I've been here, man, 15 years, man. I, it, they fed up, but they stay. Hmm. With you, it won't take that. That fed up would not go too long. They would not stay fed up with you, soon. Yeah, and that's why I was telling you, you got to build up. That's why customers that, that I have, I try to get back with them as soon as possible. I try to, because one thing they'll do is when they go to putting bad notes and everything on you, they never see the mistakes they make. They'll see, well, you did this or whatever. When somebody take my class, the first thing I let them know, you're talking to somebody that have multiple business. The best friend that you could have was the best friend of me is you too. You can get on that anytime. So if you don't use you two as your friend and you want to get into vending, I can't answer the phone for you every day. Just like I'm not going to answer the phone because I'm on the phone with you right now and one of my students call, I'm going to wait till I get off the phone with you. So I explain that to them up front. So that's just me letting them do that. But we have, to, we have to build, start from somewhere. And I think entrepreneurship, all kids, when I go to the schools and talk to kids, the first thing I tell them around Christmas time, tell your aunties and uncle, do not buy your gift. Give you the money. Every kid should have an online store. It's so easy to have an online store now. You can sell everything. Everything. And you don't have to buy it. You ever heard of drop shipping? You ever heard of drop shipping? You would just drop shipping. Yeah, we do that at uh, ever. Yeah. I mean, and you can literally sell everything. You can sell water. Remember, you can sell water at first. <laughs> that's why I have Pernell Coffee and Tea. I can show you my show online store. I would. It's easier, Drugs. so it, it don't look like that. It look might look like a lot, and some people say, "Well, damn, how you do it?" It's an online store. The RV is clean on a lot. It's on a lot in the east. An email will come to me, and all I do is accept it or deny. Same thing with calls on two row. I'm accepting or deny. It's not something that's taken out of my dick, huh? But no, 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 no. If he booked my RV, no, no listen, 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 listen. If he booked my RV from April 13th through the 17th, on the 13th, I just got to meet him there. I can approve him right then and there. On the 13th, me and him meet. I go over my rules. I hand him a book, and he pull off. On the 17th, when he bringing it back, I have two nephews that I teach how to go about doing a walkthrough, walk around, make sure everything's right, make sure they didn't break nothing, so I'm charging nothing extra, but I don't have no complaints. But it's not something that I got to go... Pass out cars, man. You know, I rent out RVs. You know, I rent out, I don't have to do it there because I got it on the largest platform that when people looking for RVs, same thing with coffee and tea. It's just a conversation piece. Whether I told you about that or not, to run my website on, on Shopify is $17 a month. That's one bag of coffee. That's one bag of coffee. And that's a premium coffee. So as when I got my vending business, I give people the coffee machine, but tell them they got to get the coffee from me. So they buy. Huh? You got a coffee pot in here? I give you the coffee machine. Yeah, but you got to buy the coffee for me. I can't come in here and see forges. <laughs> huh? No, oh, I got my coffee. You got to get mine. <laughs> yeah. I ain't drinking no coffee. Man, we about to wrap this up. Do you get them people your um your information, man, so they can reach out to if you? If you guys interested in taking... um. Any one of my vending classes, make sure you guys hit me up. My All my businesses is uniform. So everything that I'm about to tell you is uniform. Pernell Vending LLC is my Instagram name. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's my Facebook name. www.pernellvendingllc.com is my own website name. My phone number and all my information on there. If you guys want to learn about housing, Pernell Quality Homes, same thing. It's uniform. 
So Pernell Quality Homes. Once you pull it up, I'm gonna come up on on, on Instagram website or anything. But I will be in what the day's date is? Fourteen. The fourteen. I will be in Houston, Texas on the twentieth at a speaking engagement at a um. Houston University. That's a speaking engagement. I got at my first one at a college. So y'all wish me luck on there. On the 27th, I will be back in Detroit, Michigan. On uh, April 8th, I will be in Jacksonville, Florida. So that's the date. If you want to still book the class, they still got some events, um, some spots left. You can um, book on my website. That's www.pernell, P-E-R-N-E-L-L, V-E-N-D-I-N-G, L-L-C.com. You can book on there, and I'm going to get at y'all later. They're coming soon. Canal Purpose. Canal <laughs> Records. This man here crazy, man. Yeah. If uh, you're going to film a podcast, I'm Slim B, however you want to call it. We got President B over there. And shout out to Lenate sitting up playing on the phone. We ain't know what the talent show was, but he going to college, so I respect him. <laughs> and the message is always how I close out to New Orleans, especially in New Orleans East. Man, stop the violence. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. Find out where your kids at, because they're going to go in the wrong car. It's not going to be pretty, uh-huh. but we need to chill out. Yeah. Right? Love. Teach one, love one. And then the famous words of Papa Smurf, my man. Love is the answer. Who cares what the question is? You're going to feel my podcast. Uh, uh.